everybody, and welcome to Born Shenanigans. As always, I'm joined by the venerable Reverend Brewer, also the editor of Born Shenanigans, and if he doesn't like what you say, he'll fuck it up and make you sound like an asshole. And I am here with Cody James, who is the embodiment of the same idiotic, inadequate folly of watching a video of someone else's computer screen and trying to use your mouse to move their cursor out of the way. Oh, touche. And you're in for a very special episode of Board Shenanigans. In fact, it is going to be a very special episode of Board Shenanigans. Wait. Wait, Cody, what's... Do you, do you see that on your end? I have, in fact. What? There's a strange, strange pulsating light. Pulsating, undulating light of varying colors. It's in, enveloping the, the, the room. Mother of hell! It, I, I feel drawn to it, but yet I don't want to go. It's filling. It's it's larger. It's it's filling up everything here. It's it's everywhere. Balls to the wall, insanity. It's coming. I I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to record an episode with you today. Ah, why? No. I I'm going. I I'm going into it. I've I've got to know. Through the looking glass. Uh, for science. Brewer, are you there? Can you hear me? What, 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 what's going on on your end? Brewer. Ryan Brewer and Cody Jeans, two ordinary podcasters creating the show to entertain their fans. They enter the studio as if it were any other day. Two distinctly unique individuals who were intent on recording another episode. That was until they experienced something most miraculous. That was until they met themselves in a very unusual way. That was until they entered the shenanigan zone. Brewer disappeared in a blinding flash of light. And he was replaced by an ominous figure. A, sha- a shadowy creature co- comes out of the existing light. He-, he steps forward. I look at him most perplexed. What could this be? Is, th- is this the angel of death coming to reap his vengeance upon me? What-, what, could th- what-, what, could- what am I looking at? The figure stops, looking side to side. Where He's wearing a-, a hooded robe. He looks, and with a sense of recognition... This head meets mine. I see that, and then as as he pulls back the hood, I see something indescribably beautiful and unbelievably terrifying. I see what can undoubtedly be my evil twin. Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? I'm me. You're you, I'm me. No, I'm me, and you're you, but you're me that's being me. What? You heard me. I, I, I'm not following exactly what you're saying here. Why does your voice sound like that? Uh, this is how everybody talks. Everybody? Like, even the chicks sound like that? Well, it makes things a little more interesting. So, what are you, what are you doing, and what have you done with my recording studio? Your recording studio? This is my recording studio. You're, you're on board shenanigans. I, you somehow turned into my normal co-host. That's odd. The same thing ha- happened on my end. I was si- I was sitting there in my human bone chair, and next thing you know, poof, flash, lights, and whatnot, and I'm here. Yeah, the same thing happened on this end. It was freaking weird, man. I don't know, like, out of fucking nowhere, you, co- you come, and you're standing there, and you're me, and I'm you, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Yes, it seems to be the case. I, uh... I wonder, I wonder if, uh, I wonder where my real co-host is. Real co-host? You, so you mean you, you do something like this as well? Uh, why yes, uh, I'm Minister Cody W. Jeems, the founder of the great podcast of the state, 
purposeful order. Huh, that's a coinky dink. We do a show called Board Shenanigans, and uh, Ryan Ryan Brewer is my co-host. Oh yes, he's uh, he's my co-host as well. He uh, seems to uh, add a sense of wit and excitement with his quips and his knowledge of the scripture that really rounds out the podcast, making it a good listen for everybody. Uh, that's not really my Ryan Brewer. My Ryan Brewer edits it and has an unbelievable god complex, assuming that he is the most important person to, e- to ever, to ever exist in, in the universe, in fact. Uh, frankly, I think, I think he's, uh, gets so much joy off of busting my chops because he has a small penis, and no woman will ever let him make love to them. Huh. Well, I guess not everyone can achieve in your universe. Apparently not, I don't know. So, I feel a strange same sense of being drawn to you, but I also feel that we have to have massive differences, ideologically, religiously, so I, I feel that I it is my duty as a podcaster, and since I have this free time now, since my co-host has gone into the wind, so I, I, feel, I feel that we must converse so that, so that we can get down things, because this may be the only time that... You and I, you and I will ever get to speak in this way. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel that you, since you have the microphone already set up, and I feel that you're, you are here, and this does seem like a good idea. So, let me know what, what do you have to know about? Uh, all right, I guess, I guess we can start. I guess we can start simple. Um, did the Mavericks get knocked out of the playoffs in, in your, in your universe? I, I wouldn't know. I hate the Dallas Mavericks. I think they're the worst team in the history of basketball. I am a staunch Lakers fan. Purple and gold. Yeah. Really? Lakers? That's that's horrible. Well, how could you possibly like the Dallas Mavericks? I don't think we can debate semantics on this, man. I I, I think we're just gonna have to gloss over it. I agree, because I'm getting a little annoyed at you at you saying things like that. So, whenever you say that you're Minister Cody W. Jeans, what exactly do those duties entail? Well, I am a sub vice count of the Ministry of Truth. That's how I got the uh, minister title. Uh, I worked there for many years after I graduated college, and uh, the main duty of the the uh, Ministry of Truth is to uh, eradicate all unapproved free speech and to make sure that the will of the party and the will of the state is imposed upon people. And whenever there's an infraction, we do our best to correct it. We need people to realize how important the party is and how thinking for yourself is not good for the collective uh, UAD. That's the uh, United American Directorate. Uh, what, what, what is yours called here? All the United States of America. Huh. Anyway, well, United American Directorate. That is what we proudly hail. And I, 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 I don't think you can realize how imperative it is that the uh, conglomeration of religion and state are together, and we do everything we can to fully enforce that order. Wow, that's uh. That's a little different than things around here, and that's a little different in the way I think. What, are you one of those radicals that think that you shouldn't be able to censor everything, and that think that swear words are acceptable? Are you one of those? You can't be. That see, that seems like the worst thing that the mere universe evil twin me could possibly be. Is this the way that things work here? Um, similar, similar to that, yes. Ah. Uh. I don't know that I can carry on with this level of conversation with you because, quite frankly, I, I find myself getting awfully upset just thinking about it. Okay, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll go a different direction because I, I don't want to upset myself. <laughs> oh, 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 that is quite, that is quite clever. You are a funny fellow. Well, it's not always easy. I mean, especially who I normally have to work with on this thing. <laughs> right? I mean, 
You're sitting there and you're just trying to have a good laugh and next thing you know they pop off with something retarded. I know, right? It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's actually quite annoying. Okay, so we'll go we'll go a little more abstract. If you could be any superhero, who would you be and why? Well, that's easy. Uh, Batman is the baddest thing to ever happen in the world, so I would be Batman. I mean, he's the world's greatest detective. He has the vast, most interesting amount of villains. It's easy. Batman. Plus, I mean, Batmobile. How can you go wrong with that? That was going to be my answer. Awesome. So, Batman does exist in the mir- in the parallel universe. I would like to hope that Batman exists in all universes. And uh, if this is, in fact, a parallel universe, that is the first thing I've heard right happen today. Well, at least if if nothing else, Batman can be the universal truth that does bind us all together. I agree with that. Okay, so, if you could throw any kind of party, what would it be and why? Well, obviously it would be a party that would only further to direct and help the proletariat with what the UAD has planned. We would cover it in UAD banners, and uh, we would have one of the great speakers from either the Ministry of Truth or uh, most probably the, the Ministry of War get up behind a podium and tell a rousing speech of how he has defeated the enemy and how the proles will not rise and how, by the sacrifice of the small people, the great UAD will continue to rise onward and forward. Huh. That's, uh, that's not quite what, what I was picturing, but all right. Um... Alright, what would the name of your autobiography of your life? I think it would be Through the Looking Glass, Onward into Hope. Uh, why that? Well, I mean, you ask me this spur of the moment, it's the quickest thing I can come up with. Okay, fair enough. I, I guess my, uh, my, my answer might be similar. So, if you had 30 minutes of free time, how would you pass that 30 minutes of free time? Well, I find that the best way to spend my free time is to, uh, I'd have to say it is uh, watching the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull trilogy. Because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull 1 was a cinematic masterpiece. But Crystal Skull 2, it has three times as many CG monkeys swinging, which I love. There's nothing that I could enjoy more than swinging monkeys in a movie. And I hear Crystal Skull 5 is coming out this summer, and... Apparently it has Shia LaBeouf and Miley Cyrus in it. I cannot wait for this film. And uh, as we all know, Harrison's Ford role was replaced by Nicolas Cage. So this is the greatest. This is the greatest. I'm so excited. I'm getting excited now. Wait a minute. So Harrison Ford doesn't play Indiana Jones anymore. It's Nicolas Cage. Well, ever since Kingdom of the Crystal Skull 2, yes. Is that not the way it happened in your world? Uh, not exactly. I love Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. In fact, here, I have a tattoo of Nicolas Cage on my back as Indiana Jones. Oh, sweet hell. That is a gigantic picture of Nicolas Cage's face taking up your entire back. Holy crap. You, you, you can put your shirt down, dude. That's... I weep for all humanity. Yes, isn't it? It's, it is quite beautiful. Sometimes Nicolas Cage's face does inspire me to tears as well. Alright, moving on. Uh, <laughs> good God. Uh, what is the hardest thing you've ever done? Well, I would say it would have to be uh, writing poetry for my English class. They had an experimental course on uh, poetry writing, which was trying to further the thought of art. And As we all know, art is merely something for the illiterate, ignorant, and uneducated to try and feel some sense of importance. And they had this in uh, in one of my college classes to, as, an experimental, as an experimental study. And just the notion of poetry and forming words around to sound creative, just write it down, get to the point, 
and move on. No one wants to read it all flowery. It's such a squalid waste of time. Indeed. I, I, I'm not quite sure I'm with you there, but, nah, I'm right. Um, what is the best gift you've ever received? Why, I would have to say that would be the, uh, the comedy stylings of Known History 6000, as they riffed on this movie called Cool Hand Loop. What a ridiculous film, where a guy just wouldn't do what he was told, and if he would have done what he was told, things would have gone a lot easier for him. And I find that that's the problem with a lot of people. They just don't do what they're told. If they just do what the, if they do what people say to do, if they do what the governing body allows for them to do, everything would be easier. There wouldn't be any strife in their lives. Things would move along much quicker and much easier for all parties involved. Huh. So, swaying from the questions for a moment here, what, do you have any fond memories of whenever you were an adolescent growing up or a group of, group of friends that used to hang out? You know, those kinds of fun things. Any, anything like that that used to happen with you that you just thoroughly enjoyed and you, you want to sh- you want to share with with my audience and maybe even your audience depending on how time and parallel universes work why yes in fact one of my favorite and fondest memories was uh i decided just as an experiment i was going to see how long i could sleep for i wanted to see if i could rip van winkle or so see if i could sleep for x number of consecutive hours without any type of you know any, any type of substances or anything of course i i just really wanted to see if it was possible and i made it 116 hours on pure sleep and whenever i woke up i felt so rested and all my friends were there supporting me telling me how apparently i talked in my i talk in my sleep but i didn't say anything that was could be misconstrued or anything that was remotely funny they were just happy about how well rested i seemed afterwards and oh did we have a good time after that huh i see that that sounds like a fun time it it is so you slept for a long time any any other any other tales that you'd like to weave at us of your your wild adolescence Another one that I'm quite fond of is, uh, there was a group of us, and we had, uh, one, one of them, actually it was, uh, Parallel Brewer, the brewer from my universe, had constructed a, uh, a cannon, and what we did was we were driving along responsibly, you know, minding all ro- laws of the roads and whatnot, uh, as we drove along, and, uh, we noticed that there was members of a rogue state to our right, and, uh, they were, they were doing a peaceful protest, you know, that kind, that kind of garbage that should just be eradicated, so that's what we did. Brewer fired the cannon at, at them, eviscerating most of them, and then, uh, I pulled up and I wound up, uh, detaining the rest of them until, until the police could come. It was, it was quite humorous, in fact, seeing these peaceful protesters beg as the cops came, dragging the lifeless corpses of their comrades, and then seeing their morale shatter. It was pretty grand, in fact, because that's what needs to happen to all those who do oppose the state. Jesus Christ, man, that's that's insane. Pardon me, could you please not use the, those type of foul languages around around us? That, do, that, that's not, that is not something that our universe condones. All right, I'll try and keep my swearing to a minimum. That would be for the best, sir. So... We, we, we've heard about we've heard about you. We've heard about parallel brewer. Tell us about some of the other parallel parallels in your universe. Well, 
One of the ones I'm most fond of would probably be Ernie, because, uh, he, he's actually, it's actually kind of funny. He's the man with the smallest nose. He has such a small little itty-bitty nose, it's like a button on his face. It's, it's quite humorous, in fact. But, uh, another really funny thing about him is he is so monogamous. He has been with the same girl since he was 12. I, it's, it's actually quite enlightening to see that he does, in fact, only love one woman and is not ever drawn to any other women. And it's really nice to see that kind of commitment in a person. Huh, sounds like it. So, uh, what about, like, Matt and Cece? And do, do they exist in your world? Why, yes, they do. Uh, Cece, in fact, is a, a staunch follower of uh, protocol and etiquette. She never tells wild tales, constant decorum. It's... It's quite relieving, in fact, in, in a world where you know chaos does exist outside the walls. It's good to know that there are people that are constantly structured, people that are constantly going to be there to not even do the right thing as much as do things nicely. Do, like, contain order and not have any kind of willy-nilly stories or throw out ridiculous terminology. There's no place for that. The world doesn't have time for that kind of tomfoolery. Indeed. So... Okay, I, I guess I guess here's a few others I got for you. What what is the absolute worst worst piece of worst piece of advice anyone has ever given you? Oh, that's quite easily, in fact. Someone once told me that uh the best things in life are free, which we all know is a staunch lie. Best things in life are the ones that you go, you climb up the ladder, you step on the necks of those weaker than you, and you take. Those are the best things in life. Jesus, man. That's, that's hardcore. Well, that's the way that our world works. We don't have time for weakness in our world. <laughs> that's kind of funny, because Brewer actually has managed to survive in your world. You know, we say we don't have time for weakness in our world, but for some reason he has seemed to slink by that. So what does he do in your world? I, I just, it's, curiosity is killing me. Oh, is he a ladies' man the likes of which you've never seen? He's always going on dates, taking them out, showing them a good time. He's the ambassador. Anytime new family comes and visits, he's the first one to go and take the wives out on the town, show them a good time, show them the sights, that type of thing. He's really actually quite a public service. Sounds like it. Okay. Oh, 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 you never, you never mentioned Matt, by the way. What, what, what does he do? Well, cause, cause in our, in our universe, he's actually probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. So is he a, is he a giant ass in your universe? Ass, ass. What? I told you about the language, and that is putting it mildly. He is known as nothing share of a terror. In fact, I, I've never met anyone who was more staunchly disliked and who got in more random brawls than him. But. He is a member of the, of the UAD Mil Militia Eradication Force, so that type of mentality is key for wiping out the rebels. I see. So, if you could have any kind of, like, what is your dream car? Let's, let's throw that at you. Like, what's, what's your dream car? Nothing would make me feel more manly than a pickup truck that's up in the air on 35 inch tires. I want to be up above the stars is how, how tall I want my truck to be. And a l loud, loud as crap. I think nothing would make me happier, in fact, than to have, like, NASCAR flags hanging off of it, but uh, I want the exhaust to come right up through the hood, and I think I'm gonna put a cowbell on the on the back trailer hitch. That is the dream car. That says, hoorah, a man drives this. Well, this definitely is a uh, different universe than the one that I, that I inhabit. Uh, so, so I, I guess, uh, so, 
what are your ultimate retirement plans? If, if you're going to, you know, after, because obviously the podcast thing is working out quite well for you since, you know, it's mandated by the state and whatnot. Uh, what, what, what are your final retirement plans? Whenever, whenever it's time for you to ride off into the sunset and you can, you can breathe easy. What, what do you, what do you feel will be the, the best, the best way to, to use that time? Well, I think with my general love of people and being around crowds, I think there's nothing that I would like to do more than go club hopping. I would love to just go club to club to club listening to the same the same song which I so dearly love listening to, the bumper 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 song and dancing, getting my groove on, drinking uh drinks that don't actually have any alcohol in them and just taste like some type of flavor. There's nothing more than non-alcoholic drinks and dancing that just really... But, you know, right now I don't have time for that. But whenever I do retire, that's good. Club to club, dancing, people all around me. That is definitely the kind of scene that I like to be around. That is definitely the type of situation I want to be around. In fact, there's nothing that makes me happier. Indeed. So, are you going to explain how you got the giant scar on your face? Because I I don't... I, I... I'm a little jealous of that, actually. That's that's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Well, part of me wants to say that I earned it in battle, but earning it in battle would be would be a misnomer. I I, I think the more appropriate terminology would be uh, I I had a battle with a muffin pan. You had a battle with a muffin pan. Well, see what happened is I was uh baking muffins. Things were going as 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 muffin baking tends to go. Well, that's how it tends to go. Yes, what four hundred and fifty degrees, thirty minutes. Well, that. But also, it was uh, I slipped. It wound up coming, gouged me right over the eye. It was it was quite an ordeal. But uh, it ha- I I think it's actually quite becoming on me. Yes, you actually do manage to make the uh, giant facial scar over your eye look 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 rather appealing. So, is there anything you have to know about my universe before? Because I don't know when. I don't know when time will make this end. Well, seeing as how you have disagreed with most of my staunch opinions, I would just like to know if, if there's anything, if I really am in the in the good universe, or if I'm in the evil universe, because, frankly, I find that uh, your universe, just the way you sit around it, and looking at your recording studio, and pictures of family, and you know, all these firearm-related things around, and comics... I find this has to be the evil universe, or the room of a fat 12-year-old, I'm not sure which, but this is nothing that I want to inhabit. I just I just cannot imagine that this hasn't imploded upon itself without structure, order, and responsible gun control. That is the only way that a universe is ever meant to survive. You know, as strongly as I disagree with you, I do definitely find myself drawn to you in a, in a weird capacity. Uh, do you mind if I sit right next to you? Why, I, uh... I find myself in a similar situation. I would love it if you sat next to me, in fact, and, you know, I, I, I find myself strangely drawn to you. I, I disagree with you in so many ways, but also I, I've, I've never, I've never felt this connection with another human being. Well, nor have I. I, it's just, it's, it's like, you get me, and you, and you're the opposite of me, and I, I just, I, I, I feel so confused, but... I also feel a mix of other emotions as well. I can't hold back this feeling anymore. Nor can I. Come here, you! What? What happened? Oh god, it seems as if I finally found my truest love. I... I... I'm surrounded by a swirl of light, and... It's... I, I don't know what happened. What a strange turn of events. 
And I don't know that I'll ever get to see that lovely me that was there. I guess that's what happens whenever you touch yourself. The, uh, rift between time and space explodes, and there you are, sitting there alone with your wiener out. Uh, alas, maybe I'll never, maybe I'll never know things the way... I was just like Icarus, flying too close to the sun. Brewer! Are you there? Is this you now? Are, 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 what, why are you, what happened? Where were you? Was that as weird for you as it was for me? Uh, that, what? What has happened? Um, it appears that when I came into contact with my mirror universe self, I, reality snapped back and I was transported back to where, at least, I think this is where I was originally from. Cody, are you there? Yeah. That sure was a strange occurrence we just had. Oh, I was going to get a snack, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, God, my face! And just, it's its wonderful to know that I have such a dear, dear, wonderful friend. I don't know what it was. It's, it's, like, it helps to be stoned. It's sheer fucking nightmare. But I feel that's a... Dude, I really gotta go jerk off in the bathroom. Penis, 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 penis. Probably a nice, healthy place to wrap up this episode. Um, yeah. Amen. Oh, man. It's been, it's been a long day. I don't know what could make my day better. Do you know Jolene? Why, in fact, I do. That would be going to bspodcast.us. Oh, I've heard about that, especially on their Facebook page and their Twitter, and I think I have them in my iTunes feed. Oh, I'm sure you do, because they're the sexiest boys on all the podcasts. Yes, indeed they are. So, I think, I think we should all go and enjoy, enjoy some of their fine soup eating, right? Oh, indeed. It's funny to us. And that's all that matters. What's that? Evil twins doing dastardly things? Did Reverend Brewer make it home, or is it, is it all living on a prayer? Did Cody touching himself finally ripped a hole in space-time and everything that we know it? Will the BS crew ever acknowledge that this parallel universe storyline ever existed? Or will they just return to the status quo as if none of these things ever happened? Tune in next week. The same board shenanigans podcast, same board shenanigans feed.